Yeah. Hello, world. Today's story is like something out of a Hollywood movie, something out of a zombie movie or something of the like, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're talking about a woman who was presumed dead, was taken to what I believe is a crematorium or something, only to wake up in the body bag before they put her six feet deep. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast, y'all. My name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself, and your lovely host. I know I do that every time, you guys. (laughs) For those that are annoyed by it, I don't care. For those that love it, appreciate you. But I have to do it if it's, you know, your first time listening, man. It matters. It matters. Anyway, let's get into today's story. Brought to you by LADBible.com. The title of this article reads, Woman found gasping for air in body bag after being presumed dead. This is nuts. Like, there's so many ways this can go, all right? So let's just... For a moment, let's just think about the ways this could go, all right? Maybe somebody tried to murder someone, right? There's that, homicide attempt, that's number one. Number two, could have been drugs, you know, deep sleep from drugs or something else. (laughs) I don't know, man, it's crazy. Let's go. A woman was discovered gasping for air inside a body bag after she was presumed dead at her care home and sent to a funeral home. Hmm. On an unrelated note, I think my worst fear in the world has just been realized, the author says. A 66-year-old woman was seen by three different staff members at the care facility and a funeral home employee before someone discovered that she was, in fact, still alive. Good lord. Just days after she was moved into the Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center in Iowa, the unnamed woman was declared dead on January 3rd after nursing staff said they couldn't find a pulse. Good God. It's understood that the woman who suffered from early onset dementia as well as anxiety and depression had been sent to the hospice care center in late December. So, okay, I guess they tried to get a pulse out of her, right? They tried to see what's going on with her, try to see like, hey, look, she's not talking, she's not breathing. But this is one of those things that's super difficult because it's like she has dementia. For those that don't know, dementia is like a mental disease where it's almost like, let's put it like this. Say you have a computer and you have all these files on it, all this data, all this memory, and then it keeps getting wiped over and over. That's pretty much what dementia is kind of like. Like they have a hard time remembering anything. Even when it comes to relationships, sometimes their memories can get uh, triggered so they can remember things better. But, um, you know, when you get to a certain stage of dementia, man, it's rough to see. Like, there's, it's really difficult to bring anybody back from that. So this is crazy. This story is real wild. I mean, these people are supposed to be looking out for her, caring for her, and they're trying. But it's like she was still alive. Like, they couldn't have done more tests or something. And I get it. They tried. They said, oh, we tried to find a post or something. But maybe there was some foul play involved. You know, I'm really not into the whole conspiracy thing and all that. But it kind of seems like there was. This is a little this is a little iffy. This is a little iffy. There's a lot of talking. I know that a lot of times these homes have cameras, but I would love to see what the actions were. You know, 
A report found that a staff member on the end of a 12-hour shift spotted the woman and quickly alerted a nurse practitioner who couldn't find a heartbeat or any evidence of a heartbeat. By 6.30 a.m., just over an hour after the first staff member called for help, the woman was declared dead by staff. Later that morning, another nurse practitioner and an employee from the Ankeny Funeral Home and Crematory, who still didn't notice any signs of life, transferred the woman's body bag to the funeral home in a body bag. Transferred the woman's body to a funeral home in a body bag, sorry. So yeah, funeral home and crematorium, man. They were going to put her six feet deep. And for those that don't know what cremation is, really, it's, it's like... Is basically when you put somebody in a furnace, you burn them up, and then you keep the dust, and we call it ashes, okay? So that's what a cremation is, all right, in case you don't know, right? It wasn't until she got to the funeral home that anyone realized she was still breathing. It was then, approximately two hours after she had been declared dead, that funeral home staff opened the body bag to find that the resident's chest was moving, and she was gasping for air in a body bag. She was being suffocated. Jesus. This is like horror. This is like nightmare fuel man this is horror this is terrible staff at the funeral home called 911 right away and the woman's rushed to the hospital where she marked unresponsive but breathing the woman was eventually brought back to the hospice care center but died just two days later with a family by her bedside although authorities have decided not to pursue criminal charges against the care center they have since been fined ten thousand dollars for the mix-up yeah that makes sense i mean this is really difficult to figure out I get it. You run all these tests. Who would have thought she'd come back from, you know, heaven and say, hey, look, I want two more days. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But I really wanted to report on this because I had never heard about anything like this in my life. This is what this like reminds me of movies where somebody gets buried and then they come back to life like a zombie or something else. And they're just back like they're like, no, I, I didn't really die. I'm back like this is nuts. They actually put her in a body bag made her leave the care center and took her to the funeral home the crematorium like in another few hours she was going to be gone and that would have been homicide that's murder bro <laughs> but she was still alive that's crazy at least she got to die with her family by her side you know but also on the flip side of that there's some responsibility that lays with the family too like where were you guys um i get it man people gotta work things get busy but it's like with her in there, do you guys ever visit? Do you check up? Like, what's the deal with that? You know, because um, I feel like if there's more supervision, then it's harder for these things to happen. And I'll leave it at that. Executive director of the Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center, Lisa Eastman, issued a comment on the report findings, assuring that her staff cares deeply for our residents and remain fully committed to supporting their end of life care. She added, all of our employees are given regular training in how to best support end-of-life care and the death transition for our residents. Okay, I'm not going to waste any more time with that. If you guys want to go ahead and read through that, you think I missed anything, whatever, the link to this article will be at the bottom of the caption, the bottom of the description, whatever you want to call it. What are my thoughts on this? This is absolutely wild. There was some crazy negligence going on. I do feel like they could have ran more tests. They said, hey, we couldn't get any response. We also couldn't get a pulse. You guys got to run more tests, man. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you guys just don't know how to really. Maybe we were trained improperly and you just can't sense a pulse. But like for someone to be dead 
and then next thing you know they're alive and breathing in a body bag somebody's lying bro and if somebody's lying that means that there may be some abuse going on under the cuff like we said it's not like this woman like in the article it says this woman had dementia she had alzheimer's bro so it's not like she could speak up for herself and say hey there's this person that's been abusive or there's this person that did something to me allegedly right or there's this person that wants to kill me allegedly right um she can't speak up for herself you know that's a mental illness there's no way around it but either way you look at it there's some crazy negligence and i'm calling everybody out of the woodwork for it man i'm calling everybody out i'm calling out the care center that was supposed to be in charge of making sure that this woman was taken care of properly and they failed on that i'm calling out the freaking uh the funeral home and the crematorium for not further investigating the freaking you know the 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 alleged corpse before they get ready to bury her or burn her up bro um and i'm calling out the family for not being more involved and um responsible in terms of looking after her more so that things like this can't just be squeaked through uh, this this really I I do feel like even though they said oh this was a mistake oh da 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 you know and all that jazz and all that babbling I do feel like they should be investigated for this you know that's my personal opinion because if this happened to this woman how many other people has this happened to <laughs> this is crazy this is crazy do better man we we got to do better people we got to do better you know and doing better starts with compassion for your fellow person your fellow man your neighbor your family your friends strangers yo we have to start having more compassion man and i'm gonna leave it at that that's all i'm gonna say thank you guys for tuning in to another episode as always stay safe happy and healthy and i will catch you guys in the next episode of the dragon horse podcast love y'all peace